Welcome to the Extra Club podcast. This is the podcast where we don't just motivate and inspire you, but we also give you practical hints, tips and strategies on your way to finding your extra to become extraordinary. We are relationship and behaviour experts and professional coaches, Mark and Nikki Taylor. And each episode, we will discuss different challenges, issues and problems that we all face. And give you solutions, hints, tips and strategies that give you the extra in your life to make you happier, healthier and more successful. So let's get started. So welcome back to a new season of the Extra Club podcast. Well, I tell you what, it's great to be back. And we have been, well, while we've been off the air, we've been busy with moving house to Cornwall and starting to renovate uh, what I affectionately call Tumble Down Cottage. But of course, Mr Taylor always over-exaggerates, always. I think you've said that a million times before. (laughs) And and, and I think that move has given us many challenges, but luckily we have what we'd like to call an anti-fragile NLP mindset. In fact, you know, I think we should do a podcast about that. You know, why you need to be anti-fragile rather than just resilient. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. Well, we're actually recording this episode whilst we're in Goa in India, and we're enjoying life here for three whole weeks. Oh, Mrs. Taylor, go fish, curry, rice, the best food dish in the whole world, on the planet. (laughs) That's very true. And some people will ask... Why are we actually working on holiday? Well, for us, we don't see it as working. We're just enjoying life. Yeah, that's right. We just combine work and play. I think some people call it a workcation. Or have I just made that up? <laughs> I think you may have done, actually, but I don't know. Let's, let's just call it life, shall we? <laughs> so, so we asked what subjects people would like us to cover. And this podcast is covering one of those requests. And that request was, the question was, what makes marriage work and are there golden rules? What a great question. It certainly is. Now, it's lucky that we are experts in, 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 in this subject area, both personally and professionally having coached many, many people for relationships. Yes, that's true. The Daily Mail once called us the UK's most unlikely relationship experts. But that's another story. Now, discussing this subject comes with a health warning. We're not here to offend anyone. And some of the things may seem, well, I suppose, controversial or different to the norm. But we always say everything from the heart. So please take that as as we intend it. So... Should we get down to business, Mr. Taylor? What are are your thoughts? Well, you see, I'm sure that we would all agree that no two people are exactly the same. So that therefore means means that no two marriages will be exactly the same. And if we ask 100 people, 1,000 people, what makes marriage work? I think they would say things like commitment, love, uh, respect, communication, Showing appreciation, maybe time together, maybe time alone. Could be. Uh, it's okay to disagree, trust, things like learn to forgive, um, honesty, sharing, sex, fun, uh, maybe being considerate, yep. maybe sacrifice, uh, understanding. 
I've got, I've got a big enough list for you. <laughs> I think you have. Well, I, I think also what comes to mind is acceptance. And I'm going to say it. The word which has potential to cause most problems in marriage, compromise. Wow. Well, all great words with meaning attached to them, these words that you've said, and they will be important to some people. Now, in NLP terms, these things are called values. So the things that are important to us are, are what we define as values in NLP. And these are definitely the foundation of any marriage and will either make or break a marriage. Yep, absolutely. I just hold on to that thought, Mrs. Taylor, if that's okay. Yep, will do. Because we'll come back to that later. So if we were to define what marriage is, uh, I think we could say that it's a relationship with a, a commitment, a purpose, and also expectation. Now, the problem is very few people talk about what their expectations are before they enter into that committed relationship. They just expect the other person to know and get disappointed when their expectations aren't met. I actually think people should go into marriage. Well, I think they actually go into marriage. Before they go into marriage, they should actually go on some sort of course, really, to prepare them for it. Because Mm -hmm. people go into marriage for many different reasons. And some of them are conscious reasons and others are unconscious. Some may do it because... It's cultural or society's expectations. It's a bit like their life is mapped out. You know, they go to school, get a job, get married, have kids, retire, then die. Oh, dear. That's a bit depressing, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) But you get what I mean. You get what I mean. It's almost like it's a process. It's part of growing up. You know what we do next? We get married. And then you see a lot of people also build their idea of marriage on, on either outdated concepts such as Disney, for instance. Yeah. So they're in this pursuit of living happily ever after, uh, you know, or they base uh, their idea of marriage on other people's marriages. For example, their parents. You know, often people will base their marriage on what they don't want to happen rather than what they want, which creates a marriage of what we believe, I think, is settled for. Yeah. And I think people often think better the devil they know. Yeah, exactly. Now, that can build up resentment because when people settle for, they live an unfulfilled life. And sooner or later, they can bubble over all that sort of, you know, um, unfulfilledness can bubble over into what we call regret. Yeah. And I think many of us have been there, done that, and even got the T-shirt. I think you're right. And some people are okay with just having a marriage of sacrifice, settle for, compromise. You know, they see it as being the norm. They distract themselves with bringing up kids or work or pastimes, such as playing golf, uh, which is okay. And if it works, it works. Hey, you know, we're not the marriage police. No. Uh, you know, but it can be seen sometimes as just being a marriage of convenience, let's say. Yeah, but often the problems and the arguments show up when they no longer have those distractions or maybe they grow tired of sacrifice and think, well, what about me? There must be more to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think it's as if people wake up Mm, and and it's like, where have I been? What have I been doing with my life? How did this happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so as I've said, I think what we actually could propose is some sort of pre-marriage course to understand people's reasons and motivations for marriage and know what other, you know, each other's expectations are, which would give them a firm foundation to start understanding each other, don't you think? Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. 
So, so let's just uh, consider this then. So, you know, about the things we found out from our research and coaching people for relationships. Now, now, firstly, each person entering into a relationship or marriage need to be whole in and of themselves. They need to sort out their stuff. They then need to be seeking a partner who will add value to their lives. Now, not this business about seeking your other half or your soulmate or someone to complete you. That doesn't work. When someone relies on someone else to complete them, that is called being needy and often leads to all sorts of problems. Now, now it may, may seem strange, but you both need to be okay with being in the marriage and know that you would be okay without it. Yeah. And then you're an individual that can add value to another individual's life. It's a bit like how the Olympic rings, the Olympic rings overlap, where they get that bit that connects the two, the bit in the middle. That's the value each person brings to the marriage. Yeah, absolutely. When we're asked this question, it's quite interesting how all of a sudden, when you're browsing the internet, things come up. And um, when I, I was browsing the internet, I saw something called the golden rule of marriage. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. It's like... Ooh. I didn't know there was one. Well, apparently, according <laughs> to this person, there is, you know. And wait for it. Drum roll, please. Yeah. Hold on one second. Is that okay? Thank you. So the golden rule of marriage, apparently, is to treat your partner as you would want to be treated. <gasps> Shall we take a breath? How wrong is that? Very wrong. Totally wrong, in fact. <laughs> you see, and, and a lot of people do believe this, like about treating others, they want to be treated. It's totally wrong. As I said earlier, we're all different. So why would you treat them as if they were the same as you? Now, Mrs. Taylor and I have, to those of you who know us will know, we've got totally different personalities. I'm nice. <laughs> What's the presupposition in that then? Oh, I'm nicer. And, and so we have different personalities. And so I need to understand her personality and then treat her how she wants to be treated. Thank that, you. Good. And, and that's why we love NLP, because it's all about understanding yourself and others, how to communicate to how to communicate to get results in life that's better yeah so i think it's also worth mentioning here that in nlp there's actually something called the deep love strategy yeah so i think it would be worth us going through that with people i think they'd be interested to know what carry on is. mrs taylor yeah so when we have um we all have something that's that's most important to us in a relationship in order to know people love us or they or you, they know you care about them yeah mm -hmm. now for everybody it's different so it can be something like um the what someone says to you or those special words those special words the special things that someone does for you maybe um the way someone looks at you yeah Oh, so that look, <laughs> that look, yeah. So there will be just one thing that is more important than anything else. Now, we normally we don't know what that is as individuals. We we often don't even know what our own is until we ask ourselves the question. But then, once we know what ours is, then we need to communicate that to our partners because they won't know. Likewise, you won't actually know what theirs is. And quite often, because of what we've already spoken about, people will 
think that treating other people the way that we treat ourselves or we would like to be treated is the answer. Well, actually, it could be the complete opposite. And so that that can be why there's a problem, something as simple as not knowing the other person's deep love strategy. So that would be a good thing to find out, I think. I, I think this is the golden rule. <laughs> I think, think so? the golden rule is actually treat people how they want to be treated. <laughs> so so finding their deep love strategy and fulfilling that regularly, well, no, they'll know then you care about them. Yeah, they will indeed. And and likewise, them doing it back as well. And yep. you will know that they care about you. So so that sounds more like a golden rule than uh, that, that person on the internet. I think so. Who shall remain nameless. <laughs> Also, I think when we're thinking about what makes marriage work, I mean, when we did our um, online goal setting challenge at the beginning of the year, we spoke about, if, if you did that with us, uh, you know, we spoke about looking at your life holistically all of the time. So, so relationship is one area of your life. Yeah. And we spoke about the wheel of life, how we have different segments of life. So relationship, job, maybe children, family, money, finances. So you decide what makes up your life. And if you think of it, your relationship with your significant other, your committed relationship, let's say, then then that interacts with all of the other areas. So if we change one of the other areas, it's bound to affect our relationship, our marriage. So, for instance, if somebody decides, oh, I'm going to get a new career, so they spend more time at work, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because if someone goes for a new career, then they're going to need to spend more time um, actually making that happen, which potentially can impact on things like health, relationships. And, you know, it, it, think about if anyone listening, well, I think there'll be a lot of people listening who've got children. Now, if you think to yourselves what areas of your life changed or were affected by that, then you'll start to understand where we're coming from with this in that when you put focus in one area, then other areas can be impacted on. Yes, how I laugh when I hear people who, who say, oh, we're going to have a child and it's not going to affect our lives. We'll carry on doing what we did before. Some people will be chuckling at this, yeah, Mr. Taylor. Absolutely. <laughs> but, and, and that's the thing is you've got to keep things conscious. You've got to actually look at your life consciously um, like we do. Um, and each year we'll look at how are the areas of life um, going, how are they inter interacting with each other, and then we can sort of plan goals and we can come up with a plan, which means that we actually stay on the same journey. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because people who plan together stay together because they are on the same journey. And that's why we love couples who come and actually do our NLP practitioner course together. Yeah, and we actually offer a couples discount. Yeah. Because we know how this stuff makes for an amazing, fulfilling relationship. And and really, it's what we base our relationship on. Because both it's really important that both partners are on the same journey. And that is where values come in, Mrs. Taylor. So, Mrs. Taylor, let's go back to those values you spoke about earlier. So, tell me, in relationship, what are your top values? What's your top sort of four or five things? Okay. So, doing things together is important. Um, love. Um, fun. Oh, I like a bit of fun. <laughs> fun is really important. Um, you've been on the same journey. Yeah, you know, having the same 
having the same plan, the long, the same long-term plans. Um, and I think enjoy, well, I think I've said it, enjoying time together. Yeah, okay. Now, those are, are, are Mrs. Taylor's top values as such for relationships. So those need to be fulfilled regularly. And likewise, Mrs. Taylor needs to fulfill my values as such. So, well, I will search for the evidence myself within the relationship because I, we always look for the things that are important to us. Now, it's also important that those values are actually based on what we want rather than what we don't want. And this is where if people have got things like trust in their values, it can become a problem because trust is actually in people's values and important in a relationship because of mistrust, because something has happened previously, whether it be they've seen something from their parents or on TV or whatever, how it's got into their relationship values. And then all they will ever be searching for with the other partner is looking for reasons they shouldn't trust them rather than actually it just being a given. So like when you heard Mrs. Taylor's values, they were all towards what she wanted. She wants to have fun. She wants us to be together. She wants us to do things together. And so those are the important things that add value to the relationship. So, so that's really a thing. You need to actually understand what your top things are and what your partners are. Because when they are aligned, everything else is aligned. And that's what works. That's what works in relationships, when values are aligned. That's when the relationship becomes easy. Absolutely. And we also, we also believe that um, another thing that makes marriage work is actually, and Mrs. Taylor said that's in our values, doing things together. So every year we do something major together, um, which means that we can actually further our relationship. And actually it combines two things at once. So we're doing something together and it's fun. Yeah, absolutely. So we've done things in the past like learnt ballroom dancing. That was fun. That was fun. Da- uh, dancing by satellite, that was good. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and singing, singing lessons. Yeah, we did, that was good fun too. And then public speaking. So, so we take on things and uh, now we've moved to Cornwall, we, we're, we're looking at things like paddle boarding. Stand up paddle boarding, you're good at that, Mr. Taylor. I'm very good. Those of you who've seen us up here on Escape to the Country will have seen my debut <laughs> of uh, paddle boarding. It can only get better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting from a very low point um, called the sea. And so, but, but we just have fun. We have fun in doing what we do and it's because... Uh, we've cleaned up our stuff, we've cleaned up our negative emotions, our limiting beliefs, and, and we understand each other, yeah? We do. And so those values are the things, because, you know, it, it, there can be differences in personality as long as you, you're not thinking the other person's just trying to wind you up. Because it can feel like that sometimes. Yeah, it can do, you know, but if you understand that that's just them, and that's actually the resources they've got, and that's what makes them unique, that's what makes them different. If the values are aligned, i.e. the things that are important in the relationship, which really, your values are probably your compass. They put you both in the same direction. And so if those are aligned, that's the thing that makes the difference, you know? Not the personality. You can get over the personality differences. We're totally different. So those, that's the secret for us, really, is those values because when they are aligned you're actually both on the same page 
you both wanted to move in the same direction, the compass needles both point in the same direction, and you're then on the same journey. Well, I think that's given people some great information and some uh, areas for thought. Well, I hope so. I mean, I hope, um, you know, the person who asked the question, what makes marriage work and are there golden rules? I hope that's given a little bit more information and probably some different information. Um, But yeah, I think the thing to always remember um, in any relationship is it starts with you first. You've got to clean up your stuff because we all only ever see the world from our point of view. Yeah. And so I don't really know what Mrs. Taylor's really like. Nice, I've told you that. Oh, right, okay. Well, (laughs) I I think you're nice, but that's just a reflection of me, isn't it? So... True. Uh, um, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and so, so yeah. So it is. It is a matter. If we clean up, because everyone says you can't change somebody else. Forget it. In a relationship, you go into a relationship, and thinking, "Oh, I'll change them." Oh, how I laugh at those people. But it won't work. It won't work. The only person you can change is you. And you've got to understand when you change, everything changes. So therefore, it always starts with you. Sort out your stuff. And interview the right person then for the job. Oh, I think that's another. I think that's another well, podcast, it, it, Mr. Taylor. It's actually an interview process, folks. Forget all this like the chocolate box romantic. That will happen. Yeah, that will happen. Right yeah, 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 with the right person, and you've got to find that right person. So uh, yeah, so enough is enough. So yeah, we think um, the goal, really, the golden rule is actually about your values. We think mm-hmm. that when your values are aligned then that's where the magic happens. And also the deep love strategy. Uh, Yeah, and sorting out your own stuff. So you add value to someone else's life. Well, I think that's an excellent first podcast of this new series, Mr Taylor. I think so. And you know, we're going to actually, with the second one, we're going to continue with this theme because the same person asked another question. This is part two. So part two, really, around sort of marriage and committed relationship. So we've hope we've added some value to to you, and um, we will see you again or listen to us again very soon. Bye for now. Bye for now. That was the Extra Club podcast. We hope that you're leaving with some great things that can help you in your life every day. To get more invaluable content, please make sure that you're subscribed to the show on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode and feel so inclined, please leave us with a five-star rating and comment with a review. If you see the value, please also share it with someone else who needs it. Sharing is caring. Thank you for listening and making your choice to find your extra. Until next time, bye bye for now. now.